What's going on, everybody? Ron Carter here. You're listening to Ecom Billionaires, where I document my marketing journey and give you the good and the bad in my business. Let's get it. Today, I'm going to be talking about, this is actually something that I've covered in a previous podcast episode, but it was like my fourth one. (laughs) It was when I was still really trying to figure out uh, my voice on here and I just kind of not being myself, but still trying to like give as much value as possible. So I, I kind of want to cover it again. Um, I don't think that that many people have listened. I, I don't know. The first couple episodes have more listens than any other one. But um, I think that's just because I was like promoting them on social media like a lot. Uh, and so, yeah, I just want to cover this uh, again. And um, it's the four levels of value. I feel like this is so important, especially now that my message has kind of became uh, like all about giving value. So um, what is more important than knowing the four levels of value in any marketplace? And uh, just so you guys know, these levels of value actually come with their own income caps. Like each level of value has its own income cap and each level of value also has its own resource that it uses or that if if you're operating in that level of value there is one resource that you use to make your money and um and uh that's true for every for all you know for all of these levels of value except for the highest one the highest level of value that you can provide in the marketplace actually has two resources available for you to use uh to make your money with it and um just so you guys know like i did not make this up uh i heard this from myron golding um and actually i heard it via the uh marketing secrets podcast russell brunson's podcast um i think myron golding uh actually spoke on this at funnel hacking live or, or at one of their live events and uh, it might have been at a mastermind group or, or something like that. And Russell uh, recorded it and Myron let him share it. So I lost the info is out to the world. So I will be sharing it with you guys. I think it's super valuable. Um, but yeah, let's just get right into it. We're going to start off uh, by going over just what the four levels are. And the first level is uh instrumentation or i'm sorry implementation so people who are implementing using their hands to do things uh the second level is management people who are are managing the implementers and the uh the third level is people who use their voice and uh the fourth level is people who use their minds uh your imagination so let's go over all four of these levels of value and cover uh, the income caps for each one. And you can find out exactly where you wanna be delivering value and how you wanna be delivering it. And also go over some of the setbacks, some of the false beliefs that people usually believe in each level of value. Let's get it. Four levels of value. Let's get right into it with implementation. Um, yeah, so implementation, the people, the implementers, the people in the business who are using their hands. These are the people who are doing the thing.
are the people who are doing the thing with their hands. They're actually using their hands to complete their work. This is me while I'm at my day job. I'm an implementer. And you might think that an implementer is underpaid because they're using their hands. Let me give you some examples of, of high-paid implementers. Doctors. A doctor is a high-paid implementer. Um, another great example is... Um, actually, let's give you an example of one career field that uh, actually pays out at the bottom of the, of the field and at the top of the field. And that's like a mechanic. And, and basically what... What separates you from getting paid a lot as an implementer and getting paid a little as an implementer is your education. Um, you know, what you know to do with your hands, basically. And if a lot of training and, and money has gone into the work your hands do, then you're gonna get paid more as an implementer. Like an auto mechanic, they might make 40 bucks an hour working on Nissans, you know, at a Nissan factory, <laughs> but, or a dealership or whatever, but, if they're trained to work on Rolls Royces, they're going to get paid in the top the top field, and that's like around like 100 bucks an hour. Um, well, I'm sorry, uh, not 100 bucks, uh, like 100,000 a year. Um, that's like right around the cap for an implementer. Um, like doctors too, like you know, like around 100 grand, maybe a little bit more, depending on if they own their own practice. Because now they're an entrepreneur, not just a doctor. We're talking about just somebody who works as a doctor or a lawyer you know actually a lawyer is a little different um lawyer uh they use their voice that's in a different field but anyways um so yeah people that use their hands feel like bricklayers people that work at mcdonald's uh, construction workers um anybody who uses their hands to do things even somebody who's uh, typing code and, and you're using your hands to get something done you're an, an implementer and so the, the income cap is around 100 grand for that. And the resources you're using is, is your hand. And, and the false belief that most implementers believe, uh, they think that the way to get more money is to work more. Um, that is the common false belief by most implementers. You'll see a lot of people that have implementation jobs when they need more money, instead of trying to get another uh, gig where they're getting paid, uh, providing value on a on a higher level they'll go out and get another job as an implementer and so like they're working two jobs or they're working overtime at one job and, and they're just like over implementing and and uh yeah and they end up doing this for like life this was uh my parents this was me until just a few years ago um obviously not when i was homeless i wasn't implementing shit then but <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so like if you really want to like get an income jump you have to you have to switch up the level of value uh, that you're providing so let's go on to the next level of value the next level of value is managing and a lot of people end up making the transition from an implementer to a manager just from working you know at a job or at a position for a while and then once they make that transition to a manager now all those jobs that they're applying for uh, later on our management jobs because they have that experience so and, and uh, manager their uh, resource that they use you know to make money is their management skills what they do is they they manage the implementers so there's usually a team of people working directly under them uh, and those people are all doing something with their hands now this can be uh, you know usually this can be like somebody who spans from you know a manager at McDonald's to a uh, 
to a vice president of a company, you know, like a, you know, like a secondary CEO. He's not the entrepreneur of the company, but, um, or like the chief of, of marketing or, or, you know, he's a very high uh, management um, level, but he's not the entrepreneur using their imagination. They're just filling a position. Now, usually somebody who is in a management position can expect to make anywhere between, you know, a hundred grand a year to, um, I think it was 250,000 a year. So 200, like a hundred grand a year to 250,000 a year. So that 250,000, that's like the CEO, that's the, the, or um, the chief marketing officer or the secondary, you know, the vice president of a company. Uh, the, the number two in charge. So they're running a, a very high, they're managing a lot more implementers. That's why they're getting paid more. Sorry for the silence in the background, guys. I am walking down the street at work, at my day job. So you guys know I'm, I do this shit on the fly I, whenever I can. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say it's live, but it's not live, it's recorded. I might cut some of this out. Sirens are gone. So the managers, uh, you know, you, the managers usually believe that the key to making more, this is their false belief. They feel like the key to making more is more education. See, most people, no matter what they're doing, they feel like the thing to make more is do the thing that got them there. And that's what implementers do. Like the implementers, they go get another job. They're like, I'm already making this much money at this day job, doing 40 hours here. So if I do an extra 16 hours, but I'm getting overtime, like I work Saturday and Sunday and I make 1.5 times an hour that I do during the week, then, oh, that's gonna be good. But now you have no time and you're working seven days a week. And, and the people that do this think that anybody else that needs more money to just go do that too. And, uh, and, and this is the same for people who are managing. People who are managing usually um, have some educational experience or, um, or they've been educated through on-the-job training about how to be a manager. And because of that, they feel like education is the way out for anybody who is implementing. And, and we all know that if you're a good employee, if you're like a good worker who does everything that your boss says and you try to like actually get the job done uh, because you know that you know your reputation as a as a worker is on the line and you really care about care about that um you're gonna have you know bosses every now and then you know pull you aside and try to you know give you like the pep talk about you know you need to go to school and do this or do that and usually they're trying to just give you some guidance but usually they're giving you you know uh suggestions that would have been good for them um which is like hey i went to school and now i'm a manager so you should do that and uh and a lot of implementers like take this path just because of that and as a manager you can expect to make 250 grand a year uh that's why all these ceos are like you know so hardcore about their bonuses you know they're trying to make millions too but they don't own shit they're just they they're an employee um and they're just a very high paid employee who's in, who's responsible for a lot of shit so that is the second level of value 
the third level of value. Now, this one is the one where you could really expect to make some, some money. Uh, the third level of value is where you use your voice to portray a message. Now, this can include a lot of different people. This can include uh, like A-list singers, uh, celebrities, actors, comedians, um, podcasters, uh, influencers, anybody who's talking on camera, anybody who's who uses their voice to um, to help somebody else understand a message. And, and I don't mean they just use their voice to portray a message like, oh, they, they talk about stuff. I mean, like they actually can use their voice to portray a message of depth and weight that other people can like feel in their heart you know they, they know how to how to use their words like that and, and and these you know anybody who's using their words to to communicate and send a message can expect to make like five hundred thousand up to two million you know a year like i mean think about the people that i listed off a-list actors and comedians and um and, and, and this is when, and this is not at the start, this is when they like hone their craft and they're able to actually uh, use their words to portray a message to other people's hearts, that other people can feel like in their chest, you know? Um, I feel like that's kind of like the skill that I'm developing with this podcast. And they can expect to make a lot more than implementers or managers because they're pretty much in charge of their own destiny. You know, like you, you, you make the value, you make the content that you want to put out and, and it's on you if people end up resonating with that. And, um, and then, you know, it, numerous opportunities can unfold from that. Um, where it's like uh, almost unimaginable how far you can take that in, in any direction. Um, and the, uh, actually there is no um common uh there is no common false belief for this level of value as well as the last one these are the two that you want that you want to get into i kind of look at this kind of like how in rich dad poor dad there's the four levels of of uh of like employment where it's like you can either be an employee uh or you can be like a manager or you can be somebody who owns their own business or an investor and you want to be in those last two blocks like somebody who runs their own business or an investor like the whole goal is to go from employee to investor um this is almost very similar where it's like if you're starting off as an implementer you want to make it over to the people that are using their voice or the last level of value which is the people who are using their imagination actually the last level of value is uh people who use their imagination to inspire ideas and they use their imagination and their money they use a combination of them um just to kind of give you guys a like a very clear-cut example of this because you're like how could somebody use their imagination and their money to make money Uh, a really good like clear-cut example that we all know of, of people who do this are stock investors stock investors use their imagination and they use their money to make more money uh let me explain real quick like imagine a stock investor every stock investor everybody who's on wall street who goes up there and 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 is you know buying and selling and this every day they they all have two assets every single one of them has these two assets on day one when they start they all have their imagination and some money because you have to have some money to buy 
you know, one share of stock. Say you're going to buy and sell one share. You're starting out with just one share. You have to have some money, whether it's two cents, two dollars or, you know, so you have to start out with something. And so you have your money and you have your imagination. All of them have that. But, you know, there's some investors that win real big on some days and lose real big on others. And and what is the difference between these two when, when this happens? What is the difference when an investor loses and wins? It all depends on how they use their imagination in conjunction with their money. How they how they buy and sell, what stocks they buy and sell. It's all like they have to like imagine a vision and execute on it with the money that they have. And um, and this level of value is where you can make the most because you could you know triple, quadruple, you could you could exponentially um, grow the money that you already have into more money and um this is where where you really want to be most people that are starting their own businesses are starting businesses just so that they can get the reoccurring revenue or the capital to be able to move into this level of value to be able to start investing in and you don't have to invest in stocks you can invest in other companies you can invest in anything you can invest in people in ideas and startups and um real estate you know there's you can invest in anything that that has value that people are selling um because you can invest in the person behind that or the system that they're building and uh yeah but th- those are the four levels of value and i feel like it's really important to, to be clear on this stuff so you guys so you know you know what level of value you're operating in if you find that you're only doing stuff where you're working with your hands and then you're trying to sell the stuff and you're wondering why why your business isn't uh isn't taking off like say you're a painter and you're painting every single painting and then you're going out and you're sitting down on the beach and you're trying to sell the stuff and maybe you're not getting paid that much because you're only doing this work with your hands and you might need to start doing something else involved with your painting like making uh, an Instagram page where you have videos of you explaining how you're painting a painting and like in, in the videos you're actually talking about your painting techniques and you're helping other people and, and now you're using your voice but to do something that you love paint it's something that you're doing anyways and by making that content people are going to see more of your paintings that you're already doing which is going to lead to you being able to sell more um, like there's ways that you can mix these different levels of value and and, uh, and use that to really skyrocket your business. So just wanted to bring that to you guys today. Hope you're all having a good one. Peace. Hey, you. That's right, I'm talking to you, directly to you, not to the whole group. You, the one that has my voice in your ears right now. That's what I'm talking to you. Thank you. My voice is in your ears because you're choosing it. And I am so grateful. Thank you.